we believe it can be a part of someone's spiritual journey. And oh, for sure. I think that if they go back to their colleges, universities, having had those kind of experiences, yeah. Yeah. maybe that can be things that spark personal revival in people's life. That there's also a mission desire in our hearts and in the hearts of our camp team. Yeah. It says, we want, we want you to join us to work and we want you to join us because we get an opportunity to pour into you for the next six weeks. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the First Priority Podcast. Brad Skelling and I am excited to have a good show with you today. Me too, Brad. Hey, Steve. Week two that it's a good day. Week two. It's yep. a good day. We got another conversation from YPS with us, our longtime friend, Ben Trueblood is going to join us today. Who had just finished on the platform at YPS Nashville. Comes down. And like minutes later, jumped in with us. Walks to the podcast table. We have a heart to heart. Absolutely. Before we jump too far in there, okay. guess what just happened this past week? Um, It rained in Nashville. Well, that happens about twice a week, every <laughs> week. No, we had, uh, we had our spring meeting in Tampa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yep, not yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great Southwest flight. <laughs> but it was. Uh-huh. Bags fly free. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, and right now, Companion, they're doing the Companion thing. I don't know if you've seen that. I have. I don't fly enough for that. I travel, uh, but not travel enough. All right. Me I neither. don't, it's not worth it for me. I'd rather just buy a ticket if I needed to do that. Me neither. Yep. Useless banter, my bad. That's all right. So we had spring meeting in Tampa. Yes. Tell me a little bit about it. Uh, it was a smaller gathering than Nashville. It's okay. not as central, but there are some people, you know, like from Michigan who love to fly to Tampa any time of the year and uh, get into the fun and sun. And yep. so it was a great time. JD, Sandy, Amber, we just, we had a great time. Good. A few other folks down there as well. Yep. Um, just rubbing shoulders, evaluating the school year, talking about next year. What can we do better? What are our goals? How can we spur each other on? And we got some compliments at the YPS that I attended mm-hmm. about Amber's new teammates. Yeah. Uh, and so we were able to really, you know, get to know them well. Yes. In that meeting. Yes. So that's great. Yep. And again, much like Nashville, there's like he's new people that we haven't met before, but Amber's brought them on staff and yeah. we get to rub shoulders with them, hang out and uh, really get to know their hearts. And it's a good time. It's good. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of hearts, you talked about Ben just briefly. Yep. Um, I, fair warning to everybody in the conversation. This particular conversation with Ben, we didn't come with an agenda. We really just wanted to hear his heart. Mm-hmm. And there were some things fresh on Ben's heart. And so if you are listening uh, in the car, it's kind of in the background, I, I would recommend that you pause for a minute and just tune in. Because um, the first 20 or so minutes Half, of this yeah. is is really heartfelt. And I, I left a message. I, I've since left a message with Ben okay. on his voicemail, just sure. simply saying, listen, dude, I've played that conversation back in my head now a few times. Mm-hmm. And there are a number of people that I know inside the first party family yeah. that that's going to be a breath of fresh air for Sure, people who are, um, what's the statement that my friend JT uses all the time? Be kind. Yeah. Cause everyone, you know, is fighting an unseen battle. That's right. Right. Yeah. Everyone, you know, you is no facing idea something. what their story is. And at so the, it, the idea that Ben is so authentic and so vulnerable Yeah. talking about what the Lord's doing in his heart was just, it's really good. And so I don't want, I don't take away anymore. I just want to set people up that listen, like you, I listen to podcasts at weird moments. Yep. This is one that you may want to just pause what you're doing and not do stuff. Yep. Just be Just present. listen in. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. All right, let's jump in. Sounds good. 
Well, as Steve just said, we are here at YPS with Ben. Welcome back to the show. It's like for the third time, right? I think so. I think we've hit the last couple years. We solved some things last time. Are we going to solve some things again this time? I hope so. I hope so. It's, it's always a plus when you can. <laughs> we sure like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I got saved. Things happened, transformed. It was great. The last two, I mean. I think we need revival. Yes. Steve's life. He got saved last time. We need renewal this so it's time. T- yeah, it's time for a rededication, rededication. as they say. Oh. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Always, always. Uh-huh. Oh, so great. So, Ben, we are super glad you're here. Thanks for being here. Yeah, glad I know to that, do it. I know that you have a very full schedule, so thanks for making some bandwidth. Yeah, anytime. Um, we'd love just a reminder of the, the folks that are listening. Just remind them who you are, what the Lord's doing with you, and where you're at currently. Yeah, so serve at Lifeway, uh, lead the student ministry team there, which includes all of our publishing stuff for student ministries and teenagers, uh, as well as our summer camp ministry that we've which we're in the middle of like ramping up to right, right now. So Is we'll have 50 camps this year. How many camps will you have this year? Man, I, I don't even, okay. That's I don't okay. even know the number of individual. We'll ask camps. Shingleton later. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll ask him. Well, later. he would know for student life for yeah. sure. Oh my bad. I messed that yeah. up. Good. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't tell Shingleton I messed that up. Keep yeah. going. So Keep we'll, going. But we'll have camps from California to Florida. And, Good for you. Yeah. So, and then uh, our student pastor training. So all those things kind of roll up into what makes Lifeway students. Hmm. And you got family. I do. Where are you raising them at? Where this, where's this family so, at? Hendersonville, Tennessee okay. right. is where we live. Suburb of Nashville. Yep. Uh, we'll hit wedding anniversary number 24 this summer. Oh, wow. Good for so you. So that'll come up in uh, in August and we have four kids. Married at 14, first child at 17. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, exactly. yeah. Excellent. That's right. Nice job. We actually married, uh, we did marry young. I, the, I was like, I couldn't get the rental car in my name uh, on, the, on the honeymoon because I, <laughs> nice. I was too young. Congrats. So. Yeah, we had to. She had to put it in her name. I love that. Right? Yeah, that's twenty. Great. Twenty. Yeah. Great. Happened to be over twenty-one, and that was the age. She was twenty-one by a month, (laughs) and so we 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 got to have a car, which was awesome. That's great. (laughs) That is great. There you go. Uh huh. All right. So your oldest is how old? Sixteen. Okay. Yeah. So we're about to be in birthday season at the recording of this podcast. So three of ours will have birthdays end of April to mid May. So Uh right now they're sixteen, fourteen, ten, and eight. And plugged in local church. Where are you guys churching at? First Baptist Centersville. Love that. So you're still at FBC. Yeah. That's great. Very cool. So it's, it's been a full year for everybody. The more that we've talked at YPS, everybody's like, man, the Lord's doing this, Lord's that. What, what's the Lord doing in your world right now, man? Yeah. So there's a lot of like personal side of this going on for me right now. So uh, my dad passed away just before Christmas wow. uh, this year. So like Sorry. right now it's a few months still yeah. fresh. And yeah. so walking with him the last six months of his life and then still the grief of it of and all of that. So that's... There's a lot there okay. that has been kind of where I've been living over mm-hmm. the last, Ashley. really last almost year. Because we moved him from Arkansas to uh, I remember the Nashville that. area. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, midsummer last year. And okay. uh, cancer diagnosis got to be where he didn't need to be living on his, on his own. And yeah. so brought him close, spent the last six months with him. And, yeah. and now we're still kind of grieving. Yeah, grieving yeah. and figuring out what to do. Like I'll get in the car and I had the habit of... Anytime I was in the car, I'd give him a call yep. and, you know, there'll still be times where I'm like, oh, oh, I guess I can't make that phone call anymore. Yeah. Yep. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. If there were some legacy things that your dad said to you that you hear him say to you in your head at moments, what are some things that he said to you? So what he always talked about, uh, he was a prison chaplain really up until his diagnosis and that mm. really slowed him down. So okay. uh, he in ministry and he would always say. 
God's not through with you until you're dead. If you're not dead, he's not done using you. Yep. And he lived that way for 93 years of his life. Wow. Well, he lived to be 93. So came to know Christ and then lived that way after yep. coming to know him. But yep. that his whole life was that statement. And I saw it play out wow. over and over and over and over. And he, and he was a, he was a man who deeply loved wife children yeah uh, my mom died in 2005 from, from strokes okay in the last several years of her life he took care of her he yeah. was the he was the live-in help and yeah. saw a totally different side of, of him and my dad as a prison chaplain has spent much of his life caring for and pastoring for people who much of the world had given up on yeah that's good for sure and so that that left a legacy with me. So tell me his full name. What was your dad's name? Bill Trueblood. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I love Very it. Cool. So thinking about his legacy as you've been just working through that, how does that affect your daily tasks of reaching this current generation? I think it's the right question at the moment. Yeah. And I, man, I think I would, I'd probably say, I don't, I don't know that I've fully formed. Yeah that yet yeah but i do know that in every student ministry i i've ever served in uh and i haven't served in the local church since coming to lifeway yeah. so it's yeah. been a it's been a little bit and yeah. what year was that what did you help us uh, with 2012 so okay. it's been longer than longer years, than i so. thought okay yeah. good uh, but we have a lot of interaction with youth pastors and there's always kids in a ministry who are the down and out given up on not great family life at home yeah yep. getting in trouble kind of kids yep. yeah those often aren't the ones that we're drawn to. Yeah. And so I think there's something there hmm. of aligning the relational priorities. Yep. We're often drawn to the ones who are ready for discipleship and ready to say, I want to live for Jesus. Yeah. And we should devote time there. Yeah, 100%. Yep. But through volunteers and effort of our own, there's a whole other group of people that often get overlooked. That's and I right. think that's a big... Hmm. And then the other side of it is my dad was just a deeply relational person. The, yep. the last, he'd spent six months in a uh, living facility here in the Nashville area, started a Bible study after the first week that he had been there, led one of the other uh, house guests there to the Lord. And of course so he's he just, did. He just lived on mission, man, all the time. Yeah. Wow. And I think that's, when we think about the next generation, yep. having it instilled in them, this Christian thing isn't just an activity. It's yeah. not a sport we do in high school. Yeah. It's yep. not a sport we do in high school and we're waiting to see if we get drafted into ministry yeah. at the next level. Yeah. Yeah. It's a life. It's instilling in them the mission of a lifetime. Yeah. And mm. it's, it's important. Yeah. Mm. It's not a profession either, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's hard because they look at us who to some degree are professional, like we're Correct. professional Christians. Yeah, yep. that's where I was going with that. Yep. It's like, and it's like, well, I, I'm not going to do that. And that's okay. Yep. But the lifestyle calls the same. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And a lot of people don't see that, right? Yeah. Especially in our culture. And yeah, we don't need to get into politics, but if you lump Christianity in with Republicans or professionals, you know, the pastors are a professional, wherever you want to put that, that's not the life of Jesus necessarily. It's, it's a model. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's the personal daily everyday decisions yeah. to follow Jesus. Yeah. Yep. It, re it reminds me of a conversation I was just having outside of your booth here at YPS with a young man who I've seen his face for 
gosh, five years of Youth Pastor Summit, right? And yeah. we've even had a short 182nd conversation. So I knew his face and I finally walked up and said, just tell me your name again, right? I'm just, I'm just old enough that I can just do that, right? I'm not even embarrassed anymore. I'm an yeah. idiot. What's your name, right? Yeah. But we had had conversation before, so there was already a little bit of relationship and connection. And as he's beginning to tell his story, I'm thinking out in my head, not out loud at first, this guy's telling the story and, and the people that he is going after and all those that he's serving, right? He's all these different ministries. The people he's going after are those who serve the poor and the widow and the orphan and he was in jail. And it's the same words that Jesus said to John's disciples when they said, are you the one? Yeah. Right. Are you really it? And he said, go back and tell John what you see. The lame walk, the sick are healed, the deaf hear, those, those who are lost or found, like, just go back and tell them what you see. And it is the fulfillment of the old Testament scripture, right? That's yeah. why he said it. And yeah. it's the prophets, the prophets uh, testimony, right? And the idea is for us, well, if he's a non-changing God, if he's ever the same, then that's the same question that's to be asked of us. Are we serving those that are going to go reach those that are out in the highways and the byways? Yeah. The lost, the broken, the not, um, not cool to grab, right? Not, not the best opportunity. Cause they're probably going to fail you. Yeah. You want to measure yourself against something, measure yourself against whether or not those words talk yeah. about who you serve yeah so I, your dad's life just reminds me of that that's what it reminds me of so it's so cool that you bring him up yeah, yeah. i was blessed for sure cool. am still it's yeah cool. i love that as you think about where you are going in leading lifeway right now What's the next opportunity for you guys that you go, man, we, we've got this group of people that we've got to get in the trenches with. Yeah. So man, uh, coming up on camp season. So yep. we'll have an 110,000 people at a summer camp somewhere really? over wow. the course of the summer. Yeah. Us, awesome. us too. Yes. Wait, so no. it's like, no. <laughs> we're going to serve one. <laughs> each of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And to do that, we hire a whole lot of college, young professional yeah. age group people. Yep. Yeah to give up a summer and serve with us. And we pay it like, it's not like a volunteer oh, yeah. thing. Oh yeah. We pay them, but getting that group of people has become harder and harder. Really? So fresh on my mind right now is finding more summer staff, college students who want to serve mm. in ministry because we, we want college students to pour into middle school yeah. and high school students. Yeah. That's yep. how we operate. Yep. You, and we have ratios in our minds of, we need this many summer staff for this, for this mm. amount of campers. Yeah. Uh, and it's becoming really, really difficult. And one of the things I would say that's that we're try we try to be intentional about is we invite somebody to come serve with us. We're not just saying, yeah, we want you to come work really hard all summer. That yeah. That's part of it. Yeah, yep. sure. But we want their stories at the end of the summer to be God moved in my life as a staffer in this way. Yeah. Like yep. we want to, we see our role executing camp and also the other line of that track is a part of their spiritual journey. Sure. We want Jesus to use those weeks at camp to grow them in maturity. Mm. And so our team is very intentional with that, with material they get ahead of time, how they do training, how they connect with them throughout the summer. We believe it can be a part of someone's spiritual journey. And oh, for sure. I think that if they go back to their colleges, universities, having had those kind of experiences, yeah. Yeah. you mentioned revival early, yeah, like yeah. then 
maybe that can be things that spark personal revival in people's life that that leads to a broader broader movement yeah, of God. Yeah, about it. And sure. so we, we you know we ask, hey, come serve with us. Like there's a real work need, but there's also a mission desire in our hearts and in the hearts of our camp team. Yeah, it says we want we want you to join us to work, and we want you to join us because we get an opportunity to pour into you for the next six weeks. It's the same thing that we say with First Priority. We talk about taking the hope of Christ to every student, yeah. which lends itself to the new believer. But we know equally as important is the student leader who's standing up in That's front right. of that club in their middle and high school yeah. saying, speaking the words of Jesus probably for the first time. Because yeah. they've been to church their whole life, but That's has good. anybody ever given them the opportunity to do that? And you'd think by college that would be true, but in my story, it wasn't until I was a freshman in college that somebody asked me to share my testimony and it changed my life. Yeah. Right. It set me on that different trajectory where I was going to go follow Gateway Computers in Sioux City, Iowa, and become a, a computer guy. Yeah. And, just cow uh, boxes. Exactly. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. You brought that, that up. Backyard. <laughs> and that's where I was going. I was going to, you know, learn coding and do all the things. And all of a sudden, somebody asked me to share my testimony, and I, I tied in all those camp experience. I'm like, oh, I never saw God fourth grade, middle school, high yep. school, now college. And yep. I'm saying it for the, it's, it's revolutionary. Yeah. Well, one what of the beautiful about. things that you guys do is give teenagers an opportunity to be leaders among their peers, Yeah, yeah. which is really challenging, right? Right. Cause oh. they leave the first priority moment and they got to go to like math with these same people. Uh -huh. right? And so it is, you got to live it. And it gives them the opportunity to lead in a way that not a lot of places do among their peers. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's one of my favorite videos that we've got out there. It's really old, but it's a girl from Louisiana who talks about showing up for the pizza, getting asked almost immediately to share the next week, struggling through that, and then realizing that, yeah, I walked from that room to the lunchroom and somebody asked me another question. All of a sudden, we're talking about Jesus in the lunchroom. Yeah. And she had no idea what God was doing with her, but it changed her world forever. Yeah. It is, uh, it really does help people. I mean, I, what, what, so my daughter, I had the privilege just this past Sunday of baptizing my two daughters. Come on, man. So nice. it was an awesome, awesome experience. Yeah. And my oldest daughter has been thinking about it for a long time. Mm. Came to know the Lord at home several years ago mm. and has been really thinking about it. And it's through her leadership role, I think in part, because there are a lot of factors that play into it. Mm -hmm. But I think in part, a leadership role that she took at a Christian club on her campus. Mm -hmm. God used that to develop yeah. in her to make that decision for herself. Yeah. And you know, we we didn't want to pressure and push and you need to do it right now. And we took a very, very patient, engaged stance with her. Yep. Got to the point where she said, I want to do this for me. Yep. Mm. And that that leadership, what you what you guys do through those clubs, I think helps those leaders take next steps with Jesus. Yep. It's not, you know, it's not like you said, it's not just for the people who don't know him that come to him through a club. Correct. Exactly. It's discipleship. We yeah. don't use that word publicly, even though I just said it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a public venue. Yeah. Well, so you, you, we actually have some perspective now, which we didn't have in the past. And I bet you do too. So you've probably lived through a little of this because of 11 years, but uh, you met Lexi, who is our intern just yeah. a minute ago, right? Lexi is interviewing former first party greater Nashville student leaders mm. who are now adults. So I texted one the other day who was from one of our local Williamson County schools Yeah, and texted her and said, Hey, still got your number on my phone. Don't even know if it's still your number, but you know, 
you were part of First Priority in 2014 through 16. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah. Pastor Steve, like went immediately <laughs> into it. And I was like, oh my gosh, you remember me, right? That's awesome. I said, well, hey, look, we're, we're working on this. You were a profound leader in First Priority, right? It, kids came to Christ in droves and you were plugging them back into not just your local church, but you were like going to the place that they called their home church, mm -hmm. but never had actually been to youth group. She would go with them to get them connected to the church where her family, she was crazy. Right. <laughs> huh. So I remembered those stories. Yeah. So I texted her and said, Hey, where are you? And she said, well, funny thing. I'm in Egypt right now. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm working for a software company and I'm doing bilingual work for the software company, but it's in Egypt. Um, so my time would be a little weird, but I would love to tell about what God's been continuing to do in my mm. life through college, then through living in South America and now living in Egypt. Wow. So I get off the phone. I just start weeping. Yeah. I'm like, Lord, right. If we did this for nobody else, but the six or seven people that Lexi's going to reach out to. Yeah. Like you're doing nut stuff globally. It's powerful. I can't even wrap my head around that. Yeah. Right. I'm not even sure what to do with it, but I suspect because I know camp, right. Mm -hmm. That there are stories like that in your world too, where people come back or people end up as, um, whatever they are in business world, they own businesses or they run and you're like, Oh, I caught wind of that. And when did your life get transformed? Well, the three years that I did camp, yeah, it yeah. absolutely oh, just yeah. built momentum. And then my youth pastor challenged me anyway, though I could, we have just have no yeah. idea the layers that God uses moments like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, we don't, we don't encourage this. Uh, it's not like on the recruiting brochure. <laughs> Sometimes people meet their spouses at camp yeah. and they, you Facts. know, try to say like, save the dating before you get back home. Yeah. Uh, uh -huh. But it happens. It does. It right. happens a lot. That's right. <laughs> it happens a lot. That's right. So. Gosh. Love it. Love it. We appreciate you. Appreciate the friendship. Yeah. The ministry exactly right. You guys the as well. you're putting out there. This is greatness. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a blessing. We have a great team. Like I'm every day blown away by the team that of people I get to work with. And yeah. they're awesome people. That's so. awesome. So I, I would just ask this question. If there was some folks that wanted to connect with you either on the socials, right? Or they wanted to just connect with your organization, what you guys are doing and just dig in deeper, where would they go? Yeah. So uh, on Instagram, at Ben Trueblood would be for me. Okay. And uh, Lifeway Students uh, cool. is, is our easy stuff. IG. Yeah. So super easy. And then if, you know, somebody's listening, they're like, hey, what about summer? Then Lifeway students or hit either one of those and okay. we'll get you routed to the right place. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Cool. Well, thanks for being a friend. Man, always happy to hang yeah, out. Yeah, thanks yeah. for breaking off some life. That's super cool. Okay. Well, Steve, you never know when you sit down with somebody and you ask them what their story is. Yeah. What uh, story is going to come out? And I'll, I'll be honest, when we sat down, you know, ministry leaders, especially a guy like Ben, he's eloquent and whatever. You know, I wasn't expecting to not, not that I wasn't expecting to get a heartfelt story, but yeah. I mean, I was, I was honored to be a part of that conversation. Yeah, me too. Um, I just kept asking the Lord in the midst of it. What are you doing with this? Yeah. What are you doing with this? Yep. Which, which leads to my statement early in the podcast, right? It was one of those moments where I felt in, in my spirit, just be present. Hmm. Right. I, I, I walk to the microphone. I sit down at the microphone with you with an agenda. We've got some things to, we got some things to discuss, uh -huh. right? It's good for my heart. It's good for the team that I lead that I know listens to this. Yeah. Right. It's good for 
I think it's good for some people that, you know, have given us feedback, but this particular one was more about, Hey, let's just be fully present and listen to what the Lord is doing because there are others that are facing stuff that you're not aware. Yeah. Well, and, and it reminds me too, that in the midst of ministry, we often miss the opportunities to do ministry. Yeah. Right. We, we come in to do a podcast when it's first party podcast and we got things to do and people to meet and, and we're not really meeting the people until you sit down and, and listen. So I love Ben's heart on the second half of it, just about what he's seeing in the lives of students, Mm -hmm. why camp matters, Yep. right? Why those special events still matter. Yeah. Um, their very intentional look post 2020 Mm -hmm. on is everything we're doing. Yep. Is it all kingdom minded? That's right. Right. And I, man, really appreciate that. Yep. Working on uh, bringing people to Jesus and helping people speak on Jesus for the first time. It's the same thing we're doing, different context. Yeah, and it's funny because I start thinking about guys like Haley Weary. I start thinking about J.D. Simpson. I start thinking about um, Mike uh, in Architects, like uh, um, Sandy up in Michigan. Like I start thinking about our teammates. Uh huh. And one of the interesting thing about our teammates is that they don't disconnect from the first party student when they leave as a high schooler. Yeah. Uh, there's a real connection and desire to make sure that that student, when they enter their next thing, mm-hmm. is finding a place to authentically grow. And Ben said that really clearly. Yeah. Right. Hey, my my, our biggest burden is that that young adult group mm-hmm. is still finding transformation in the midst of service. Mm. And I appreciated that. It's good. Yeah. It's good stuff. Because we ask the same. Right? Yeah. We ask yeah. the same of our folks. Yeah. I got sure. a ton of young folks that are campus coaches, and I'm wanting them to experience transformation as well. Yep. That's right. Cool. Well, yeah, good man. show, Steve. Well, it was a great one. Good conversation. Till next time. Till next time. All right. That's good.